Hey guys, thank you so much for checking out today's podcast. I am so appreciative of your time. I am so appreciative of your attention. It really means so much to me. And, you know, when it comes to these faith-only episodes like the one you're going to listen to today, I just ask that uh, my Christian friends out there, I hope you guys give me a little bit of grace, man. Just, uh, you know, I'm just a regular guy that loves Jesus, just trying to get his name out there a little bit more. And so if you could give me a little bit of latitude, uh, it is much appreciative to my non-Christian friends out there. I really, truly, sincerely hope that uh, I'm not so much of a goober, so much of a bonehead when it comes to this, that it turns you off from the faith or anything like that. I pray that somehow, some way, your heart might be softened so that maybe you get some laughs, maybe you get some, you know, some, some whatevers, but in the end... You know, it uh, it doesn't turn you away from the Christian faith. And so, with that being said, you know, these faith-only episodes, I am by no means a content creator when it comes to these type of segments. I am a lot more of a, I'm a lot more of a curator of content where I'm really just trying to not so much formulate my own thoughts per se, but just kind of collect thoughts from people that are a lot smarter than I am, people that have been formally studying this stuff for a really long time, and then you know, and then kind of sprinkle in my own my own flavors here and there. But for the most part, you know, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to finance, I pride myself on creating original content. When it comes to faith, though, I'm not even going to try to do something that I know that I am not equipped to do. So with that being said, I really hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'll see you. F cubed podcast number three, episode number three, segment number three. And, uh, I have the rare opportunity of, I'm actually in my house, I'm sitting on my favorite green chair, and I don't have to record this in my car, and my wife is actually looking at me and she's laughing at me, because I'm just sitting here just talking to myself, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the whole idea behind podcasting, where it feels like I'm just talking to myself, but I'm actually talking to all you guys out there, so... That's pretty cool. But um speaking of things that are cool, this episode, man, I'm I'm really excited about this guy because so F cubed fitness, finance, faith. So the first two Fs, the fitness and the finance pieces, those are the two that definitely come very very naturally to me. They come very easily to me just because of all the you know, just all the time and all the energy and the efforts and the resources that I've spent over the years in those two areas. The faith element, you know, had you had you stopped me on the street, you know, when I was like 17 or 18 or 19 or had the rapture occur, occurred, you know, I, th- I think I probably would have been in. I think I probably would have been on the inside. But, uh, you know, my faith then is nothing like it is now. So the last, you know five, six, seven years, my faith has grown by leaps and bounds. And the last 18, 24 months, you know, my faith has grown by leaps and bounds of leaps and bounds. And so, 
it's just been it's been a really really wild ride and so when f cubed got started i definitely wanted to include the faith element because i knew it was important and i actually felt god speaking to me to do that i i didn't really necessarily hear him tell me exactly what he wanted me to do and and so I mean that's oftentimes how God kind of speaks to me at least where you know he, he gives you a nudge he won't give you all the details but he'll just say this is what I need you to do and I'll give you the information as you need it and so that's very much how I felt with uh with F cubed and and including the faith element and so one of the ways I see that manifesting itself here on the podcast or through my videos or whatever is, you know, I'm going to share my thoughts. I'm going to put some stuff out there. You know, I am going to, you know, put stuff out there, share my thoughts, go through some scripture, go through some whatever, whatever might prick my heart. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to do so simply as a guy that loves the Lord, simply as a man who puts Jesus first above everything else. I don't have formal theology training. I don't have formal education. I don't have any pastoral experience. I don't have any of that, man. So take that, you know, take that into account when you are, you know, kind of listening to what I have to say from a faith element, from a faith standpoint. I guarantee I guarantee I'm going to say some things that I probably shouldn't say. I guarantee that I'm going to misinterpret some things, you know, in, in, in some ways that may be not correct or not accurate or not fill in the blank. I know I will because I do that all the time. I do that in fitness and finance. I do that in two areas that I do know a lot about and that I am very, very well versed in. And so... You know, I, I am not I am not ashamed to say that I don't have the most biblical knowledge in the world and I don't know all the ins and outs of scripture and I don't know, you know, what some of the more uh what some of the more difficult texts in the Bible. I don't know exactly what they mean. I have the same questions that you guys have, right? And so all that is true, man. That's just that's just the truth. That is authentic, but I'm still going to put it out there. I'm still going to put it out there because I prayed about this a lot. I thought about this a lot, and I came to the conclusion that I said, you know what? If I put my if I put stuff out there, like I'm about to do this little uh, this little video series. I think I might title it Bible Bursts. I'm not sure yet. Autumn doesn't really like that title, but we'll see. She's not really the decision maker, so we'll see what she says. She's coming in to maybe say something to me. Hey. Can I have a real conversation? Now, right now, I'm I'm live on the podcast. I really am. Okay. Okay. But if it's something you want my listeners to hear, you can ask me. But what? No? Oh, okay. We'll see you later. She's shaking her head. Hey, she knew this when she married me, man, nine years ago. So, um... <laughs> But, um, uh, so now I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, I got it. So I'm doing this little video series, right? That I'm going to, I'm going to be putting out here, you know, sometime, somewhat, somewhat soon. Oh, did I lose? I think I'm still, I should still be recording. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. I'm putting out this little video series on, uh, on James. So I just finished studying James 
not uh, not too long ago, and I went through this thing. I'll talk about this more in the video series, but I'm going to go through kind of the five chapters of James. I'm going to go through kind of the five chapters in the book, and you know, I'm going to primarily focus on what what the text says to me, and you know, I'll throw some things out there that I've kind of collected from some people that are way smarter than me and that do have formal you know theology training, and so. I'm going to put that stuff out there and the reason why I'm going to do that and the reason why I'm doing like this podcast, for example, is because A, faith is a huge part of my life and not only am I not going to shy away from it, but I'm, just, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to stake my flag into the ground and I want that flag to wave proudly for Jesus, period. And so I think, you know, the way I think about it is I'm like, all right, I do a podcast, I do a video, I do whatever and maybe I do put my foot in my mouth you know maybe I do say some boneheaded things or whatever but man if I get the name of Jesus out there to somebody that maybe would not have heard it otherwise that day or ever not that my podcast is like that invaluable or anything like that but you never know right if I get that stuff out there that's a good thing that is a real positive thing and I know that God God will bless that uh, well, at least I hope and pray that he'll bless that. And I think that he will simply because, um, oh, Autumn is texting me. She said, hey, I thought you recorded those. I guess she doesn't understand what the verb recording means because that is exactly what I'm doing. She wasn't super happy with being a part of the podcast there a few minutes ago, but uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. But I'll put it out there, man. Uh, name of Jesus, you know, just get it out there. Let it be, let it be known. Let it be heard. And so that brings me to today's podcast. So today's podcast, is there really a chance that there is no God? Like, is that really a plausible explanation for the life that we see before us in 2018? That's kind of the question that I want to answer in this podcast you know, at least share my thoughts, my feelings. And, you know, maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll disagree. And, you know, that's that's what makes the world go round, man. Or in the world of finance, what we like to say is that's what makes a market. You know, you need buyers and sellers. And so the goal or the idea behind this podcast is not to talk about Jesus necessarily. It's not to talk about Christianity. It's not to talk about, you know, is Jesus the way? Is Jesus, you know, the answer? Obviously, I'm going to share my thoughts on that at some later date. But that's I want to, I want to ask a question that's actually more uh, important to answer before you even answer that question, which is, is there even a God, period? You know, because there are so many people in the world that believe that there is no God at all. You know, uh, you know whether they be in. I guess by definition they would be atheists, but maybe there's some other definition out there that also could, you know, capture some people that aren't quite atheists but don't believe there's a God. You know, I don't know all the, all the terms that exist out there, but I do know an, an atheist believes that there is no God, and so is that really a plausible, logical explanation for what we see? And that's kind of what I want to talk about here today. And so 
the first thing I want to say, I'm going to offer up a couple of things, a couple of things, a couple of personal experiences, or at least one personal experience, maybe more if they come to mind. And then a couple of interesting illustrations that I kind of heard uh, given before that I think are just really, really interesting and fascinating to think about, even if you don't necessarily agree with them. So to answer the question shortly, you know, to, 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 to give a short answer to the question, I think you have to be completely out of your mind to look at this world and believe that there isn't some form of intelligence that's masterminding the whole thing, that is just orchestrating the entire process. To, to look at the world that we live in and to think about everything that we have and to actually come to the conclusion that this all happened by chance, that this all happened by luck, that this all happened by strictly evolutionary processes where 55 billion or 55 trillion years ago, there was some single cell amoeba or whatever it is that was you know somehow some way found its way onto the shore out of you know the depths of the ocean and then that amoeba over 55 trillion years formed into you that is now able to capture your life on an Instagram story and put it out to the rest of the world some people actually believe that that is the sequence of events that has unfolded and i'm blown away by that I am I I am absolutely blown away by that conclusion. I just I I don't think it's I just I, I don't I don't see the logic there, man. I really don't. I mean, I, I want to respect everyone's opinions and I want to respect everyone's beliefs and I love each and every one of you regardless of what you believe or regardless of what you think. But I just look at that and I just fail to see a really solid logic chain there. When I look at the world around me, I think there absolutely has to be somebody, whether it be one person, a team of people. You know, in a lot of ways, it almost makes more sense that there might be a team of people that are doing this because there's so many things that have to be done, right? I mean, think about it. You know, maybe there's a team. Hey, maybe there's a team of three, three that are actually one or one that is actually three. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. But whether it's a single person or a team or whatever, I just look at the world and I'm like, yeah, there's just no way that this happened by luck. And so I've I heard that kind of illustrated a couple different ways by a couple different people. And I don't remember specifically who these people are. I think the one – so the first one is – this is really interesting. So this was – I think this was from the authors of a book called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an a- Atheist which is really that that's a fascinating discussion kind of in and of itself that is not really pertinent to what I'm talking about here now but they gave a really great illustration talking about and I'm I'm kind of taking this out of context and I may butcher it slightly but I think I'll capture the spirit and the gist of it but they said that to believe that everything happened by luck everything happened by chance you know it's purely evolution is basically to say that you go up in a plane with red, white, and blue confetti and you drop that confetti from 10,000 feet above the ground and then 
one time that you do that, you do that 100 trillion times or whatever the number is, one of those times, those confetti perfectly form the American flag on your front lawn. That's basically what you're saying if you believe that this all happened by luck, that this all happened by chance. You're basically saying that that's what you're betting on. That the one out of 55 trillion is the one that we're living in. And uh, I actually did like I did a Facebook and Instagram post about this uh, just earlier today, actually, because I was thinking about this podcast and I knew I was going to do this podcast. And so it was kind of on my mind. But that's really fascinating to me. That's fascinating to me for a number of reasons. But the first couple that pop into my head are number one. The first thing we have to acknowledge and we have to recognize is I'm a math guy. I'm a probabilities guy. I'm a statistics guy at heart. And so the reality is this. The probability that that happens is not zero. The probability that that happens is actually greater than zero. It's actually some positive number. And so we have to respect that. We absolutely have to respect that because it could happen. Now, the other side to that coin is the probability that it didn't happen that way is 99 point, you know, 57,000 nines after the decimal percent. So you just look at that and you're like, all right, like, let's just use, I almost want to call it common sense. Uh, But again, I don't want to necessarily disrespect somebody that might actually believe that. But I just, I don't know, man, the logic's not there. It's just, it's just not there to think that that's how we got into the situation that we're in. It just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Another way I heard this um, described was, uh, you guys may have heard this one, but monkey, you know, I I think this may be a a classic probability and statistics illustration. And it's, you know, if you put enough monkeys in a room with typewriters, so you you know this this illustration is from straight out of like the 70s because... Nobody uses the word typewriters in today's society. But to maintain the, the, the general authenticity or the original authenticity of the illustration, you put enough monkeys in a room with typewriters and let them bang away at the keys long enough and at some point, one of them is going to knock out the Iliad by Homer. He's just going to knock it out perfectly. Probability of that happening? Above zero. Probability of that happening, the tiniest fraction above zero that might exist. And so it's like, yeah, it could happen, but did it really happen? Is that really what you're going to bank on? It just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And, you know, another thing, and this kind of goes off into a different subject entirely, but it's 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 interesting to me and it's something I heard by uh, by Tim Keller, who has had an incredible impact and influence on me as a Christian, just as, you know, someone that appreciates intellectual discourse and just really well thought out ideas. He's had an incredible, incredible impact on me. He said, you know, talking about like proving whether or not God exists, because a lot of scientists and just other people, they want proof that God exists, right? They want hard, they want a, a open and shut case God exists, boom, there is the proof, done, done deal, sealed, signed, delivered, there you go. Well, 
I don't know that we're ever going to get there. I don't know that I don't think we're there now. I don't, as far as I understand it, I don't necessarily, you know, possess an exhaustive knowledge of what's available out there, but I don't think anyone has proved or disproved the existence of God. And I don't think we'll ever get there. But Tim Keller said, you really can't prove anything. And this is way beyond my intellectual abilities to kind of go too much further with this. But one thing he said was he was like, if you think about it, you can't actually prove to me that you're not actually a butterfly having a dream that you're a human. And when I heard him say that, it just it tickled my mind so much. I was like, wow, that's that's true. I can't I can't prove that that's not actually the reality that is the reality. I can't actually prove that that's not true. Like I think I'm a human and I think that this is my life and this is the way that it is. But then I think about some of the dreams that I've had and man, they seem really really real. So maybe I really am a butterfly having a dream that I'm a human. I mean, I look at Penelope at 3 years old and she oftentimes thinks she's a butterfly. And so maybe this is the world that we're living in. I don't know. But that's pretty interesting when you start asking questions like, you know, is there really a chance that God doesn't exist? And the last thing that I want to bring up here, and then, you know, I would love, I would love to get your guys' thoughts on this. You know, Christian, non-Christian, I'd love, I would love any type of, any type of comments or questions or anything you guys have, man, you know, definitely hit me up, man. You know, I mean, on Tuesday nights, we have our, uh, our Facebook live event that Autumn and I do where it's an open forum, fitness, finance, and faith at 8.15 central time on Tuesday nights on Facebook. So hit us up on there, man, and bring some stuff to the table. You know, we certainly don't have all the answers, but hey, we're, we're happy to engage or entertain anything that might be you know, even loosely related to any of these topics. And this is obviously one question that's very related to the faith topic. But hit me up on Facebook, you know, Instagram, whatever you guys got. And so I would love to hear what you guys have to say. But the last thing that just, to me, just nails it shut, man. To me, this is all you need to see to be convinced that there is a higher power that has all of this figured out. Witnessing the birth of a child, which I've done twice, and I know many of you out there have also done. Witnessing the birth of a child, and then what happens in the subsequent three, six, 12 months if you can actually watch that closely and walk away with the conclusion that there is no God, that blows me away. I mean, we could talk about so many elements of that, but it's, you know, Penelope was born and she instantly knows to suck. She instantly knows to suck to get food. Like she has that reflux reflux. She has that reflex even. She has that instinctual innate behavior. Nobody taught her that. That's not an environmental thing. She literally hasn't even been alive yet. And you know, she shows up in this world and she knows to suck. She knows to get food. She needs to find autumn. 
She needs to find a certain body part on Autumn. And then she needs to suck. That's amazing to me. That blows me away. But then, so let's stick with the kind of the feed. Let's just stay within the feeding strand here. So then, as Penelope, and this the same goes for Eli, but just to use one example, because it's the same, and your children too. It's it's the same across the board. It's all it's no different. As Penelope gets a little bit older, right? She continues to feed from autumn. She continues to derive 100% of her nourishment from autumn, right? Now, if you bottle feed or, or whatever, that's a, that's a different thing and this doesn't necessarily apply. But it doesn't change the fact that, you know, women have the ability to breastfeed. Now, there may be, you know, you yourself or someone you know may not be able to breastfeed for whatever reason. And of course, that's absolutely true. But women are biologically wired to be able to breastfeed. So as Penelope is growing up, as she's getting a little bit older, as she's getting a little bit bigger, Autumn's body is so in tune with her child that her body starts to change the amount of milk that it produces to make sure that Penelope has enough to grow and flourish and get bigger and get stronger and all that stuff. That blows me away, man. That totally blows me away. And then not only that, I mean, I saw this with Penelope too. Around one year or whatever, Penelope started to wean off of milk. And so what happened? Penelope is now, you know, she's eating milk, but she's also eating, you know, Cheerios and, you know, Quest bars, obviously. And Quest Cookies, obviously. And so she's supplementing the breast milk with other things. And so Autumn's body knows to shut down or to not shut down, to slow down its milk production. Autumn's body knows Penelope needs less milk because she's getting nourishment elsewhere. And then eventually Autumn's body stops producing milk. It started the instant Penelope was born, and it stops effectively the instant Penelope doesn't need any more milk. To look at that, to observe that day by day, and to walk away with the conclusion that there is no God, that there is no higher power, that there is no universal intelligence or whatever label you want to give it that's controlling all that, that absolutely just blows me away. That just knocks me down on the ground and I'm just left thinking, how can somebody, how can somebody arrive at that conclusion? I respect you if you have that conclusion. I absolutely respect you. But man, I just can't get there. There is no world where I can get there. No world at all where I can get there. And so... You know, that's, uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. This is 25 minutes. Man, I hope, uh, I hope I didn't lose you guys too far in. You know, um, is there really a chance that God doesn't exist? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. To me, that's an easy question to answer, honestly, for all the reasons, for not all the reasons, but, you know, a few of the reasons that I talked about. And then, you know, I'm sure that you have some of your own or maybe you've heard some really good counterexamples to that fly in the face of what I just said. I don't know. But to me, the better question to answer and the harder question to answer is who is God? <laughs>
Is God just one person? Is God is God Jesus? Is Jesus God? Is there more than one God? I mean, to me that that's a that's a much that's a much harder question to answer. The different answers that could go along with that question are a lot more logical in my opinion, in my view. And uh yeah, you know, obviously I'm going to throw my hat in the ring at some point in the future and toss up, you know, kind of my my thoughts related to that. And again, I'm not even I'm not even going to try to be someone I'm not. I'm not even I'm not even going to pretend like, you know, I've got all the answers when it comes to this because that is certainly not the case. That will never be the case. I can assure you of that. I mean, it won't be the case in any of the Fs, but it most certainly will never be the case in that final F. But hey, man, we get it out there. We we open up the dialogue and only good things will come of that. Even if there's disagreement at the end, you know, I I I rest in the full confidence that God will bless the whole exchange in whatever way he sees fit. And so I hope you guys got some value for this. Maybe I was able to kind of distract you from your commute or distract you from your steady state cardio session or distract you from work or distract you from whatever. And uh, I hope that, you know, it gave you guys some value, maybe gave you guys a couple of laughs, maybe motivated you to think about this question a little bit more seriously or in a different way or whatever. And uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Your time, your attention, your your everything, man. I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's so appreciative, man. I, you guys don't know how much I appreciate you guys. And so uh, I really can't say it enough. But I got some fun ideas coming out down the shoots for podcasts in the future. And uh, yeah, man, I'm going to wrap this one up. And I'll see you guys on the flip side. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. If you wanted to take 10 seconds and hop on over to iTunes and leave me a rating, you can five-star it, you can one-star it, but you obviously should five-star it. Write me a review. Man, that would mean so much to me. I would be so appreciative. And uh, yeah, that's it. God bless you guys.